Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Selling North Georgia podcast. I'm Corey Shields. And I'm Boomer Bates. And today we are here with Mr. Preston Bivens, the owner of Peak Fitness in Dalton, Georgia. Preston, how's it going? Hey, it's going great. I always like to say it's going better than I deserve, for sure. <laughs> Optimism. Just happy to be here. Well, thank you for coming in with us today. I know you, uh, I know you own the gym. Yes, sir. I know you do a little bit in flooring sales as well. Your family owns... Bravo Carpet. Bravo Carpet. Yeah. So how'd you get into that? How'd that come about? Well, um, again, it's a family business. Um, and Dad started it in 1978. Uh, and as the story goes, you know, Dad came here from a small town in Tennessee, Teleco Plains, and uh, went to work at these carpet mills. Uh, kind of learned the ropes of the carpet business and um, end up going out on his own, uh, him and another guy that he worked with at the mill. And uh, within the first year, Dad bought out his partner. And, uh, you know, this Bravo carpet was born then. And, uh, you know, I, I grew up, you know, helping Dad around the carpet shop, you know, taking a ride on the hoister. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, that's back when riding the hoister was fun. It wasn't a job, you know. <laughs> it was cool riding with Dad on the hoister. Um, but, you know, by the time I was 12, uh, I was selling. I was selling carpet, you know, could load trucks on my own. Um, and then um, once I graduated from high school, um, went to work for my dad. I got married uh, in high school, um, had a son on the way. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, uh, stayed married for four years and then had a beautiful son named Zach. Um, then I was single for 14. Uh, met my wife I'm married to now on a blind date. Nice. It worked out. It worked out. They rarely you know, did. I have to give God the glory uh, because, man, um, you know, for 14 years, um, you know, my lifestyle was kind of crazy. I'll just, I'll just leave it there. Uh, but when I married Laura, uh, you know, I kind of went back to my roots. You know, like most people in the Bible Belt, raised in church. Uh, but I started taking all that stuff to heart and decided to give my life 100% to Jesus Christ. And still married uh, to Laura to this day, and we have four uh, kids of our own. So. Got five children and uh, one grandchild. Awesome. Um, yeah. So you still still involved with the family business? Yes, still am. Yep, still there. Uh, my dad is too, though. I mean, he's uh, nice. He's seventy-seven years old, and he's there just about every day. Uh, of course, I kind of manage it, you mm -hmm. know. At this point, uh, of course, Dad's still in control of the money. <laughs> uh, you know, he's a very conservative businessman. Uh, and so hopefully I've learned some lessons from that. That's important. Try to be a little more frugal. Um, and uh, yeah, that's very important. And uh, he actually, you know, helped me get started in, in some rental business and then, you know, ultimately, you know, big fitness. Yeah, let's uh, let's go in the direction of the, the rental business. So flooring okay. is, is somewhat related to, to what we do here yeah. in real estate. Sure. Um, How did you get into that? And, and what's that story look like? Well, you know, um, being in sales and flooring, a lot of guys that would come in the shop owned rental property. And as I started to get in my late 20s, uh, there would be some young guys come in buying flooring for all this rental property they owned. So, you know, as a customer, you know, I would befriend them and, and get some advice. Yeah. And, and uh, back in the day, there was a program uh, by Carlton Sheets. I mean, I won't tell my age. <laughs> um, no money down. You know, how to get into yeah. property, no money down. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of these guys that were my customers, I was talking to them about how do you get into no money down. And and uh, one of the guys just, he gave me a couple books to read. And he said, if you want to get started in rental property, 
read these books and get started. And that's what I did. Um, I uh, started looking in the newspaper, uh, found a- For sale by owner. Which no offense, I know you guys are real. Nah, <laughs> yeah, we don't use those four letter words. There's, there's gold everywhere. Yeah, but you know, behind the scenes, it was actually listed, but my, the guy I bought it from had took it on himself to also run it in the newspaper. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, bought that property. It was a combination property, a uh, couple houses, four trailers, a duplex, um, bought that. And um, in buying that, the gentleman that I bought it from, is Mark Stanley, who is my business partner. Hmm. So once Mark and I met through that deal, uh, I went to the next deal and I'd found a property that was fixing to be condemned by the city. Oh. It was two old houses that had been turned to a duplex and a triplex, but they were vacant. Hmm. They were fixing to be condemned. Uh, went to the city, asked them what it would take to get it inhabitable. They gave me a list of things that I could do. Uh, I'd never done anything like that. Mark, the guy I had just bought my first property from, had, so I called him and uh, told him what I could buy this property for. And he was like, you can buy that property for what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, I may bid against you on that. <laughs> and I'm like, rookie mistake, yeah. man, rookie mistake. And I'm like, don't do that. Let's just go look at it together. So we did, that was in 2001, right before 9-11. We bought the property, fixed it up, got it rented, flipped it, made some very good money, uh, and we became business partners and the rest is history, so to speak. How did you end up, so we, we start off with flooring, then we're talking about real estate. How do you start going into the direction of the gym? Where'd that come <laughs> from? Well, you know, um, in high school, uh, I was a very uh, thin guy, I'll say. Same. Um, you know, my nickname was Beanpole. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, you know, I didn't really like that. And uh, so there was a gentleman that came in the carpet shop one summer uh, between my junior and senior year. And this guy was jacked. I mean, he was buff. And I kind of told him my story. Um, and man, how did you get so pumped up? And he just kind of took me under his wings and he, he wrote out a diet, he wrote out a workout plan. And, you know, I had a little Sears and Roebuck weight bench at home. Yeah. You know, most people did back then. Um, and dude, I, I hit it. I mean, I hit that diet, I hit the weights. Um, and that summer, I mean, I probably put on 10 or 15 pounds uh, and, and my arms grew really quick. I had good genetics for arm growth. Nice. And uh, so, you know, senior year I go back and people's like, Whoa, what's happened to Beanpole? Yeah, what happened to Beanpole? <laughs> what happened yeah. to Beanpole? And, you know, of course, the girls is like, whoa. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that, that motivated me even further. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just had a love for working out um, from that point forward. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it's a stress relief. Mm -hmm. It's a way to get away yeah. from, a world, from the world and, and, you know, problems and troubles. Uh, and I just enjoyed being in the gym. I mean, I, I just loved the the, uh, the clang of the weights and, and the feel of the bar in my hands and, you know, just the uh, the social aspect of the gym. Yeah. You know, you already have something in common with the folks that are there. Mm -hmm. They're trying to build muscle, lose weight, you know, get over a sickness or whatever. We started driving to Calhoun to work out at a facility there and I loved it. I joined down there and I drove for a couple of years to Calhoun to work out. Um, and more and more people from Dalton was showing up down there. So then the idea was born. 
a Jim and Dalton, I mean, like this is needed. So yeah. an opportunity. It was an opportunity. Yeah. You know, we were in property and real estate. And um, so we bought the two acres over there at Hammond Creek um, back in about 05, 06. And, um, you know, built that building and uh, put Peak Fitness in there. Seems like it's been there longer than that. It just seems like it's one of those been there for a long time, but, which I mean, it's been 14 years. But yeah. I, I think back to 06 and 07 and 08. Yeah, it was there before then. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was. Yeah, and we were battling the recession mm. at that time. You know, all that, those plans were in the work and oh, then yeah. the crash. And yeah. of course, we and that's a luxury. I mean, that's not something that's people right. have to spend money that, on. That's exactly right. So, yeah. You must have been running a good businesses to survive that. Well, you know, we try to. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I was going to do a fitness center, I mean, I wanted it to be the best. Yeah, for sure. You know, I want it to be something that um, the people of Dalton would be proud of. Um, maybe something that we didn't have at that time. Yeah, there was, there. well, you know, there was a lot of gyms in Dalton yes. in the early 2000s that yep. aren't around anymore. Right. They weren't there for more than 12 or 14 months usually. Yes. So. Yeah. That still happens. I yeah. mean, even the past few years, they just kind of come and go. Come and go. Yeah. Well, you know, according to the SBA, you know, the restaurant business is the most risky business you can get into, mm -hmm. and fitness is second. Wow. So it was a risk, uh, and that's why I knew if we did it, we had to do it right. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the fact that people were driving to Calhoun, you know, and, and they were excited about the idea I had too. So I thought, hey, let's just go for it. Let's do it. Uh, you know, with the thought, hey, I'm in property anyway, and, and my dad's in commercial real estate. Okay. Um, he, he's got a lot of commercial buildings around town. And I thought, well, I hope the gym pays for this building and the property. Um, if it didn't, we could repurpose the building. For sure. You know, so, mm -hmm. but you know, hey, thankfully the gym's has paid its way and we've done well. Yeah, yeah. Um, let, let's go back to, you mentioned it being ranked number two as the most risky business endeavor. So. Sounds like you've had quite a few, um, you know, different paths that you've taken in terms of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. What, um, I guess, challenges with, with fitness are not existent in the other things that you've done? Like, what is unique about that challenge? Oh, man. You know, um, the gym business is very customer service based, you know, um, and you've got <laughs> hundreds of opinions about how things should be done. I don't look like I go to the gym because I don't. But used to, I, I used to go to Pete. You like the world's strongest man or yeah, something, there powerlifting. You, there you, there you, there you. Then he bench like 500 pounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just takes like seven or eight reps to Okay, right. so, 100 pounds a rep, Yeah. So, but yeah, that was always, the, the staff was so great whenever I did have time to go. It, yeah. was, it was awesome going yeah. down there because they were so helpful and excited to be there. It made a difference. Right. Well, we've been fortunate, you know, and, and I mean, we seek those kind of people, of course, you know, to be, um, you know, friendly and have a smile on their face, let our customers know that we appreciate them being there. Uh, because one thing I've learned, um, you know, people won't get real emotionally attached to your equipment mm. that you have, but they will the people and how they're treated. Mm -hmm. You know, if we make people feel welcome, if they go that extra mile, uh, if they listen to complaints <laughs> or compliments uh, and want to do something about it, mm -hmm. um, man, that makes a world of difference in the fitness business and any business. Yeah. You sure. know, we got to let people know that we're excited that they're there uh, and how can we help them? Yeah. And 
we mentioned how gyms seem to kind of come and go uh, around here. Yeah. And um, other than excellent staff, do you feel like Peak is doing something or offering something uh, that maybe the competitors are not? You know, one thing we do strive for as well is cleanliness. And that's that's tough in a gym. Mm -hmm. And it's been very tough the last you know year and a half with the oh, pandemic. Um, and we've tried to go that extra mile, uh, antibacterial wipes everywhere. Um, we spray the equipment down, you know, at least once a day. Um, it's just, it, it, it's a, a never ending job mm -hmm. trying to keep the facility clean. Uh, and people appreciate that. And we're quick. I mean, I'm not saying we do it perfect. Um, so when we don't and, and someone lets us know, and that's something that I'm okay with. You know, For I tell sure. people all the time, let me know if there's something wrong in here. I want to know about it. If I don't know about it, I can't fix it. I'm not going to be upset, I'm not going to be mad. I'd be more upset if you didn't tell me. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, we, we just try to keep it very clean. Um, I mean, you, you're a member there, Boomer's been in there. I mean, we, we've got lots of space in there too. I mean, I've worked out at gyms before and it just seems very crowded. Um, we did those high peak <laughs> ceilings yep. in there. So it's very airy, it, you know, I don't feel like I mean, we can be packed in there, but it doesn't feel that packed mm -hmm. because there's so much space. Um, you know, and hey, I mean, I'm always going to give uh, credit to God, you know, Jesus Christ. I mean, he, he's blessed us over there. Um, I mean, you're a member there. Uh, I play Christian music in there. Um, you know, that that was a battle for a while. You know, the music and, you know, you've got lyrics that are that are terrible and people would be upset. And so I just finally settled on just playing Christian music. I don't have to worry about the, the the lyrics. I don't have to worry about there being a negative message or defending someone. Uh, so we do that. You know, we put Bible verses up. We have shirts sometimes that have Bible verses on there. Um, you know, I, I just truly believe this. This is kind of my life's motto. If we work hard, treat people right, and give God the glory, we will not lose. The Bible tells us His people will not lose. So. Sounds about right to me. That's where my faith I'll stand is behind at, that. <laughs> so, are there any, is there anything that might be coming up in the future for Peak that you might be able to talk about? Yeah, actually, I mean, we got some big things going right oh, now. Yeah. We do, yeah. Uh, we just bought a big truss system. It's like a big rig. It's almost like a, a massive monkey bar set, if mm. you will. Okay. Uh, but it's in our group room. And we're, we're going to be offering some bungee classes. Oh, yeah, okay. we, we partnered with a company called Studio Bungee, mm -hmm. and she is going to bring bungee classes to Peak Fitness. Um, and, you know, also it opens the door to do some TRX type training, you know, where you use the straps, you know, to do your push-ups, pull-ups. Uh, you know, we can hang uh, punching bags from this rig. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's pretty big. You say bungee class? Bungee. Did I hear that? Yes. So what, what does that look like? I'm not even sure what that well, is. Well, you get, you strap on, you get on top of the rig, jump off, and hopefully the bungee stops you before you hit the... <laughs> no, okay, it. yeah. That, I'm sure. <laughs> Sounds no, about it, right. It's just, uh, it, it's a, a strap with a harness, <laughs> kind of a bungee strap, mm -hmm. and uh, you just harness the folks up, um, and it's very low impact. I mean, it'll help people that's got joint problems. Okay. You know, maybe they're they're overweight, uh, but it'll help them do like body weight squats. Uh, it just makes them more mobile. 
Uh, I mean, they can even drop down and do push-ups and it kind of assists you mm. with that bungee. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just learning about this. This Studio Bungee, like I said, is bringing all this and, okay. and she's going to certify a lot of our trainers. And I have to, you know, give a shout out to them too. I mean, we, we've been blessed with very good uh, staff, we mentioned, but also personal trainers. I mean, they're very knowledgeable. Um, you know, a lot of our guys are, you know, competitive bodybuilders, you know, and they've won shows. Mm -hmm. uh, so they know their stuff. You know, if people will come in and they'll listen to them on their diet and their workout, they will change the way you look and feel. They really can. So as I'm working out, I'm seeing a lot of these 24-7 uh, coming soon. Has that happened yet? Yes, it has, finally. <laughs> it was a long time coming. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a lot of questions about if and when, because we did post it. Uh, and in hindsight, we posted it way too early mm -hmm. because there was a lot more to it than I realized. Um, but yes, the answer now <laughs> is yes, I can say we are 24 seven. Uh, and it's been great for us. Um, you know, there's there a demand for that. Uh, that's kind of one of the new things. Is there the, a lot of people that use that? You know, there are some. Okay. Um, and I expect it to grow the longer we right. have been 24-7. Yeah. But it's almost now in the fitness business, that's just another amenity mm -hmm. that you have to offer yep. to yep. be competitive. Uh, because someone comes in to join and you tell them it's 24-7, in their mind they're thinking, okay, one night I can't sleep at 3 a.m., I'm going to come in and work out. Whether they will or they won't, I don't know. But it's the freedom of knowing that they can. Right. They can set their own schedule. It's not based on hours. Mm -hmm. And it's been good. I mean, we, we've got a lot of positive feedback. Uh, people are excited about it. Um, so yeah, we are 24 seven. So hey, 3 a.m. you can't sleep, Corey. Mm -hmm. Come on down, man. Boomer, you'll be there, right? Yeah, man. 3 a.m. Yeah, just, just shoot me a text. Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been all good. So, um, you know, the 24 seven coming, we got the rig I mentioned. Uh, we've got some new equipment coming. Uh, hopefully you'll be here around the new year. So yeah, I mean, Pete, Pete's making some changes, um, but you know, that's the type of business a fitness center is. I mean, you've got to be growing and changing and, and meeting uh, the demands of your clients. And, you know, we, we just want to stay on that, you know, the leading edge uh, of what our competition is doing. Um, so yeah, so, yeah, come visit. I will visit. Yeah. Probably, we'll probably in about four hours. So is there any plans for expansion, more locations of peak fitness so we can bring that to the rest of Georgia and the, and the world or? You know, that thought has crossed my mind. You want to be the next Larry Gurney or? Well, you know, I don't know if I'll be the Larry. <laughs> that Rush Fitness yeah, machine was something else. That was something when else. When he marched across the country. Um, but you know, hey, you know, maybe a peak fitness north or something yeah. uh, I've thought about. Um, I live on the north end of town and, you know, I've had some folks say, I'm at a gym up closer to this area would be nice uh, but i don't know i can't say yes or no to that i can say yes i have thought about it cool. <laughs> we'll take that yes Fair enough. but awesome on that note uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up uh, sounds like some awesome stuff coming up with peak it's an awesome gym i'm glad it's around sir um, thank you thank you so much preston for coming in with us today yeah um, my pleasure as for you guys, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week. Again, I'm Corey Shields. And I'm Boomer Bates. See ya. Thanks.